The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It has been two and a half years since that horrific Humboldt Broncos bus crash that killed 16 people, injured 13 others. And since that awful day, April 6, 2018, some of the victims' families keep wondering what if what if seat belts on the team's bus had been mandatory so they've been fighting for change change that they say is not coming soon enough michelle stresnitsky is the mom of ryan one of the 13 survivors of course you know that he was paralyzed from the chest down and we have been watching his recovery story very closely over the past couple of years michelle joins me this afternoon michelle welcome to the show thank you very much Dalen. yeah well thank you for uh, taking the time on this uh, wednesday afternoon when you think of that day michelle when you think of that accident you think of the seat belts uh, and you remember what happened what goes through your mind well um i think i've said this before but we we just think that perhaps if they'd had seat belts on the bus and and certainly it wouldn't have changed the effects of the the accident necessarily but it might have mitigated some of the damage michelle are you are you are you angry are you are you sad are you frustrated i'm i didn't realize uh when i did my first interview about this uh not too long ago how angry i would get about it i i kind of you know you push it to the side other things come into play and you you uh you you move on but um I'm still very frustrated and angry that nothing's been monumentally done. And, and I mean, given given everything else that happened, I mean that that awful, awful day. I mean, there's there's so much emotion there. So there's that overwhelming sa- sadness and the grief and and that anger. And I and I'm sure that it's been building for two yeah. and a half years now. Yeah, it has, it has, and um, to say that. We can't even concretely say that anything has changed, Mm. whether it's the trucking industry or the seatbelt laws or Transportation Canada or, you know, even provincially, it's... uh, it's disgusting. So, <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, well, disgusting, I think, is a good word. And I think that there's uh, there's a lot of people who feel the same as, as you do, Michelle. Now, we know that Transport Canada, in response to what happened, announced that as of September 1st, of this year all newly built highway buses will be required to have seat belts um <laughs> i heard i heard what i heard uh, that noise there michelle your, yeah your thoughts on that where, where does that stand because i'm not sure if you know they they might need to have seat belts but are they mandatory to be used well that's another thing that uh, and hockey teams traditionally have um, kind of played fast and loose with their with their rules about when you get dressed, and mm. I think because our other son now is on a hockey team in BC, um, we have had conversations with the coaches and and people involved there, and um, they don't rent a bus that doesn't have seat belts. Whether and then they pull over to get dressed, that's an important thing for us. Like, they don't need to get dressed on the bus. That's another thing that, you know, things need to change. Okay, you go back on that. You, I, I, you, you've missed me on that. You've lost me on that one. I, I have, I had uh, football boys, uh, and they, and we don't let them get all stinky on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, what, so what happened? Tell me, what. explain that to me. Um, well, 
traditionally, and I can't say it as across the board, but um, a lot of hockey teams will get their suits on on the bus. Mm. And um, that's also not a great practice. So we've tried to lobby that they change their practices so that uh, nobody has to get dressed on the bus. Nobody has to stand up on the bus. Everybody's fine and, you know, things like that. I see what you're saying. So going into the game uh, that they would change out of comfy clothes that they've been traveling in into their suits so they look nice getting off the bus going into the arena. But to do that, they're standing up on the bus, not secured. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of factors in play, but certainly if these buses, even the retrofit buses, have seatbelts, it could keep them mindful of what they need to do. Michelle Streshnitsky joining me this afternoon, the mom of of Ryan. Um, and, you know, we've been following his story for the past two and a half years, that uh, that awful uh, bus crash going back to April 6th of 2018. And I'm sure some days, Michelle, it seems like it was just yesterday and other other days when you're when you're fighting for change, it must seem like forever ago. Yeah, that's that's exactly the way to put it, really. Now, so I'm curious, you mentioned your your other son is on a team uh, playing hockey in BC and that that team makes sure that, uh, makes sure that the, the, the bus that it rents has, has seatbelts on it. How nervous are you? I mean, that must have been, must have been a lot to, 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 to let him go and, and to get on that bus. Yeah, it's, it's uh, every day it's in the, the front of my mind, to be honest. And, but I, I'm hopeful that... Um, everything will go all right it's been a wacky year anyway but (laughs) (laughs) isn't that the truth i know that that you and um uh, chris joseph of course whose son jackson died in the crash as well have been quite vocal on this and 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 you're you're using your voice more uh recently what what would you like to see put in place concrete i mean we can talk about it the transport minister at the federal level can say okay we're looking at this we're going to do this as of september 1st all newly built highway buses will be required to have seat belts what would make this complete for you uh, i think it should be mandatory even on the older buses and and uh, retrofitting and i know that there's a cost involved but yeah. um the cost of a life is worth far more than that to me have you have you had conversations, um, communication with the federal transport minister or the provincial transport minister, transportation minister Rick McIver? I have not personally, but I do know that uh, one of a couple of the parents have. Mm. Um, I would certainly invite him to you know have a conversation or dialogue of any kind with us. We're more than happy to speak to it. Um, it's probably hard to get in touch with his office, but mm. I'm certainly open to it. Are, are you are you are you worried that time is running up, running out for for meaningful change? Do you think that this is just going to get swept under the carpet somewhere? Well, as with a lot of things in in government, yes, I think sometimes that happens. But the the good thing about it is, I know that the people of Canada and the world and probably in all of North America even, mm-hmm. um, are not going to let it go. We're, we're, we are certainly not. So 
Do, do you want? Do, I'm sorry. Do you do you want to see school buses uh, with with seatbelts as well? Because that's a whole nother conversation that's been raging for decades now. Yeah, I know. And I, having been one of the kids that used to ride a school bus, they're the bumpiest things in the world. <laughs> and uh, you know, people have have sent me uh, a lot of information about uh, the safety of of school buses, and I think that certainly it would be a very good thing for them to have. Like not just lap belts, but you know shoulder straps, the the three point um, type of seat belts. Because I mean, let's face it, we've got to save the kids. We've got to take care of our families, our friends, and our their children. Michelle, I mean, this is going to be um, a battle that you continue to wage and uh, continue to use your voice for and will continue to keep an ear out for, for what is happening and certainly if any changes uh, are made. So I want to thank you for, for joining us this afternoon. I have to ask before we let you go because, of course, we've been following Ryan's journey for, for such a long time. Well, I was going to say such a long time. Like I said, two and a half years. Yeah. Um, how's he doing? Good, actually, <laughs> went out to a workout, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's he's still getting his physio three or four times a week, and uh, he's trying to get on the ice right now. Of course, it's not not the best yeah. time, but he's uh, he's working hard. That treatment that uh, he had overseas, uh, was there any more progress on that? He's he actually um, I haven't seen him on the ice for a while, but um, according to his dad, he's getting some mobility back like a, it's not it's not a cure no. but he he's being able to control more of his his body movements mm-hmm. and things and um it's it's kind of remarkable how okay. how it come yeah kind of remarkable it's it's amazing <laughs> uh, i think all of us had tears in our eyes when we saw those videos that were first coming out after he had i think that the implants he had put in it was absolutely unreal michelle is there anything else that you you want to add before i before we let you go this afternoon oh i i don't know i think i think um you know we just have to keep everybody that wants to keep um looking for change and making change happen and making people accountable for things that happened um and i just want to thank everybody for the support and their love and Mm -hmm. all that consideration yeah i think at the end of the day um you know there's there's questions you know would how how much difference would uh the seat belts have made in that accident given exactly what happened but i and i and i think that you realize that michelle at at the end of it we know that that you know that some of those kids were thrown from it and and maybe that would have made a difference at in some part but i think you're you're looking forward aren't you yes we are um certainly we can't change what happened but we can keep making our voices heard so that it never has to happen to anyone else again. And Michelle, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thank you very much, Shayla. Yeah, take care. Michelle Strasnitsky joining us this afternoon. Uh, she is the mom of Ryan, who uh, you know was paralyzed in that accident uh, on April 6th, uh, 2018. And we've been told, uh, we have been told uh, by Transport Canada, by the, the Federal Transport Minister, um, that as of September 1st of 2020, that all, all newly built highway buses will be required to have seatbelt use. use. The, the question is, whether that use will be mandatory and and we know Chadville that this has been a, a conversation that has 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 raged 
on these airwaves for a very long time. And I'm, I'm curious to know what you think about it. And I have some open lines right now. If you want to give us a call at 496-0063. Um, you know, it's been a long time since I've I've uh, ridden on a passenger uh, bus. One of the, you know, I, I, I remember that trip from, uh, what was it, Thunder Bay to Sault Ste. Marie. I don't ever remember the seatbelts are certainly wearing them. Um, and and I'm, I'm wondering about what you think about that because i think that there's 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 different uh, fields of thought on it isn't there there's okay well if um it's all they're all adults and we're able to uh get out of that seat belt that's one thing but what if it's kids you know certainly when it comes to school buses so right now i'm talking about passenger passenger buses but if there was another tragic accident um you know is it safer to have one of those on or is it safer to not have one of those uh, seatbelts on? We know when it comes to school buses, um, there has been there has been long, many, many reports over the years that have said that, that school buses are considered the safest form of child transportation. Uh, according to Transport Canada's national uh, database on collisions, it says there were, what, 3,600-ish 3, injuries and 11 deaths in crashes on school buses in Canada, and the latest numbers were from 2003 to 2012. Um, they, they say that school, when it comes to school buses, that, um, you know, that they are very, very safe, that they require occupant protection features, uh, unique roof strength, body joint strength, and compartmentalization requirements, those high padded seats that are closely spaced together. They say they protect passengers without requiring seat belts. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a tough one. Uh, but we have the conversation, don't we? We have the conversation when there is an accident, and certainly we don't hear uh, about a lot of accidents when it comes to passenger buses, like the one in the Humboldt crash. We do hear on occasion about school buses being involved in accidents, and on occasion there are injuries and there have been fatalities. But are the safety requirements, the safety protocols that are already in pay, place for, for school buses, are they good enough? I know we have uh, school bus drivers who listen to this show. If you want to weigh in, let me know. Again, the number seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I wonder if I was to get on a, on, a, on a passenger bus right now, if I would put on a seatbelt. I'm not 100% sure I would, and I, and I don't know why that is. I get on a on a plane, I put on my seatbelt because I'm told to. If I get into a car, if I'm driving somewhere, always have my seatbelt on when I'm in the front seat. When I'm in the back seat, I rarely, rarely wear my seatbelt. My family gives me crap about it all the time. Don't know why that is. What about you? Uh, when I'm in an Uber, when I'm in a cab, when I'm in the back seat, rarely wear a seatbelt. In the front seat, always do. I know some of you know. Some of you have told me over years past that you refuse to wear seatbelts. I don't refuse to wear seatbelts. I'll wear seatbelts all the time, and I feel awkward if I'm driving and I don't have that seatbelt on. I will stop and put it on, but when I'm in the back seat, I rarely wear it.
What are your thoughts when it comes to buses? You heard Michelle Strasnitsky talk about it, talking about what they would like to see. I'd love to hear from you. 780-496-0063.